When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good evening, everybody. Uh, just trying to fill a bit of time here. Neil is hopefully on his way. Uh, bitterly disappointed. Um, thought it was the p- poorest performance we've had in a long time. Don't really know uh, what, what more can be said. It, it's just, it, it was going to come. It was going to come eventually that we would uh, hit a stumbling block. Unfortunately, it came today. Um, I thought throughout we were poor. Um, just never never got going in the first half. I thought Emmy coming off at halftime put us on the back foot. foot. It's quite obvious that the the the, uh, the team themselves were a little bit worried about the fact that he was there and we were dropping very, very deep. Um, unfortunate, but on, on the other hand, I think it's the sign of a good team that, that can play that badly and come out of it with, uh, with a point. So... I prefer to look at it with with claret and blue tinted glasses in that it was a good point con- considering it was an absolutely poor performance, but we got through it. We got we got the we got the we got the point. We, we would have hoped for three. Um, you know it, it's it, it's hard it's hard to pick out. Um, you know, you 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 could literally give out about everybody. You know, with the exception of maybe the likes of Buendia, who I thought worked really really hard throughout the game. And um, people just drifted in and out the game completely. Um, crucial, obviously. Emmy halftime. I don't know how true it is, but they're they're saying it was an illness. I'm hoping it is an illness and not a, not an injury, so we might see him back again on Tuesday because he is absolutely vital to us and. We completely saw that today. Um, you know, every every time Brentford broke, our, our defense seemed to retreat into their shell, and it just looked like uh, it just looked like they were going to score. So look, it, it is what it is. Neil will be joining us shortly, hopefully. Oh, there he is. Hello, everyone. Thanks very much, generic Villa fan. Very flat. Done well to keep the run going. Yeah, the positive the positive we take out of that is we we got a point where we probably didn't deserve anything oh. from it. Put it this way, exactly, and and just for everybody, apologies. I'm late. I'm just having a small bit of internet issues here, and I also had, um, I also had a little lady who decided to throw a tantrum just as Douglas Louise scored as I started to to celebrate, and I got half her dinner all over my top, so you might be able to see it there. And uh, no, it wasn't my missus; it was my little, it was my little child. Um, but yeah, and I don't know if you've gone over this, Paddy, and sorry to jump in. Um, but I'm actually. In 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 a strange kind of way, I'm actually pretty buoyed by um by a point here because 
you know, it, like there was there was a very much a situation there in the last twenty minutes. Well, probably the 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 the, the twenty minute period from maybe about minute sixty five to eighty five, whereby I just went, okay, this has been disastrous because number one, Emmy Martinez went off. I know he was only sick, but I don't I don't really have any confidence in Robin Olsen. I hey, listen, I'm sure everybody in the in the chat is exactly the same. And I thought that that could be a massive derailer for our push to Europe. Then also going one 0 down, I went, this isn't good. The performance hasn't been good. Then Dougie scores. And now I'm thinking, these are the points that get you to Europe. These are the points, a point when you were dead and buried and you come back and you played poorly. And we've just broken a record, by the way, scoring 19, in 19 consecutive games. That's a, that's a record now. Um you know there are a lot of po- that, that that's a positive. The end result I think is 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 a positive based on the eighty five minutes we saw previous to it. So once again it comes down to four points between Brent uh, out of Brentford and Fulham. We would have hoped for six, but that just means we need to go and beat Man United now, and that's fine. And let's do that. And let's relish going to try and beat teams, but let's not relish having flat performances like that. And I'm not excusing a flat performance. And I think it was flat, but I think it was mainly flat due to the fact that Brentford got their tactics. Absolutely bang on. I said beforehand, Christian Norgard in midfield is a fine player. Fine, fine player. Um, he just stops you from doing things and he progresses the ball himself. And we didn't get any any kind of foothold uh, there. And they did. And that's my three-minute synopsis on it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty similar to what I said, you know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm downbeat. And and the reason I'm down downbeat is that we, we never got going when we had Emmy on the pitch. I thought we had a poor first half. And we, you know what? Af, after the run of games we've had, I think we're entitled to have a, a, a bad a bad display. It's absolutely fine. As long as it doesn't lead into Tuesday. Um it's a quick turnaround. It's vitally important that we go and get three points at home on Tuesday. It's absolutely huge to us. So we need we need positivity. Um, I think the most important thing is we didn't come out of that with no points, that they didn't make any gains yes. on us. So it, that that is the only way to look at it. Um, I touched on it briefly, the, the 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 Olsen thing. I don't know whether you noticed, but when when Olsen came on, their crowd saw they saw Olsen warming up, and their crowd were getting behind them. They knew it. We knew it because we dropped a whole lot deeper. The only people that didn't know it were the commentators. <laughs> Because yeah. they were going, what's what's going on here? Why, why are Villa why are Villa playing like this? It just felt like we dropped ten yards deeper because there was zero trust in that goalkeeper. Yeah. And, and he, uh, um, that could, like like that one the the one thing that he had to do. And look, this isn't a pile in on him, but look, as I say, um, and it does seem I don't know. I've I've heard that Emmy Martin is is it was ill. That's why he had to come off. Well, um, we're hoping that's all it was. Yeah, I don't know because, why. Um, yeah, but, the fact that the fact that he started means he wasn't too ill. So that's why I'm hoping that's what yeah. it is that he that he can get himself right for Tuesday. And look, it's not it's not a pile in either. It's just an observation that that's 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 how I saw it. That's how most people saw it. I'm not making oh, yeah, a scapegoat yeah, yeah. of him, but he changed it changed the whole game in the fact that our defense dropped deeper. Moreno was cut out a number of times because of that because they were pinging that ball in on top of him. Yeah. And it just changed the whole perception of the game, and that's that's where we're at. It's not you're, it's not boiling. No, no, no. And you're, you're dead right. And two things, two things that uh, I want to point out as well. When the goalkeeper uh, came on, number one, it negated like our playing out from the back had to become super slow, and players had to get back, and players had to get in and around, and crowd, like our midfield had to come back. So the distance between us and the goal when we were trying to get that ball back out, you know, from from playing out from the back, had to shuffle down an awful lot. I'm interested to watch it back again because. 
I could see it on broadcast TV. I really want to know if that is if, if what I saw was the right thing when I was getting food thrown at me, you know. But also, what what we didn't see was we couldn't see any of those uh, diagonal balls right out to the um out to the fullbacks that uh, helps break that that high press or even helps break a kind mm. of a you know when you put a block in there in in, in middle midfield tries to draw people out. We couldn't do that. Olsen can't do it. He's just not able to do it. <coughs> and, so, and let's so, let's be fair, Emmy couldn't do it in the first half either. And we've no. got to give a little bit of praise to Brentford who pushed oh, up the fullbacks to stop that happening as well. So there's a load of ways of looking at this. The it, it, number one was a great performance. Uh, tactically by Brentford while they're lacking in a lot of quality in certain areas tactically they got a spot on yeah. um, you, you saw even the commentator said it was a meltdown from Thomas Frank when it started to fall apart from there at the end that is exactly what happened and I, do, I don't believe that uh, that Olsen has the same feet that Martinez has to be passing the ball out at the back so Olsen doesn't have the same and plus as either. pardon Olsen doesn't have the same hands Martinez no, has either. No. And and look, we got out of we got out of jail. That that one that that he let let the guy around him and, and he put it into the side net and that's that's getting out of jail. And and that's the kind of look we need on this run. We you know, to 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 get back into it, to get the point, to 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 come away with something has to be a positive. It has to be something we take into Tuesday because Tuesday now becomes an absolutely humongous game. We have to go and get three points on Tuesday. Yeah. I think so too. A lot, of, lot, of, lot of speculation in 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 the chat that there was a falling out. No, from what I from what I've heard and from what I've seen, uh, it was that Martinez felt ill at halftime, um, and that's why he was substituted. So it's not the end of the world, it's from what I can see. Could be wrong. I don't know. Like could could be wrong, but um, uh, yeah. Look, that's you that's just know. You never know with these things. It'll it'll come out shortly when. When the professor comes out to speak, that'll probably be the first question he's asked. He didn't look off his game in the first half. No, he he, he came and, and play, he came and played sweeper a couple of times and did a really good job. Um, he couldn't fault any of his game in in the first half. He wasn't his usual shouty self. Is the only thing I probably would have noticed. But uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't fault Emmy Martinez's performance if he was sick. So I I doubt very much even in any fallout, that they would have made that change. It just doesn't make any sense. That's literally cut your nose off to spite your face. And for anybody exactly. listening in the audio podcast, I'm simulating cutting my nose off with the scissors here because yeah. I've, been, I've been minding a child for the day. Um, Paddy, you you put up, you, you mentioned there about Brentford as well. And look, you know, we, we spent a lot of last week kind of laughing at, 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 at uh, well, we didn't, we weren't laughing, but there was a lot on Twitter, should I say, not us, I think Villa fans in general, we spent a lot of times pointing out the saltiness from, from Newcastle fans. But I know, like, Brentford, as you say, got their, got their tactics spot on today. Um, Brian and Buemo could have had as many goals as he wanted today at times. You know, he got a lot of space. Tony got a goal. I thought he was, thought he was quiet, but I want to talk about that goal as well. You know that goal for that goal as as it comes across the box. Um, I can't understand how eighteen goal now nineteen goal Ivan Tony is left all on his own. Like he comes from he comes from a decent distance out in the left the left wing and comes in that back post. Ashley Young doesn't even see him there and tries to actually turn around and hook the ball out. And Tony just comes across and hits him. It was when you talk about the goalkeeper as well, Paddy. The communication that was a communication issue we had at the start of the season. That hasn't been there over the last last couple of games. And look, we're not being overly negative about it, but I wonder was the fact that uh, we have Robin Olsen in there, the different type of communication, maybe the lack of communication. Maybe uh, Emmy Martinez loves Emmy Martinez loves to get to his back post as quickly as he possibly can. 
when that ball comes across from Tony, and there's no saving it from Olsen, don't get me wrong here, but when that ball comes across from Tony, Olsen is stuck in the middle of his goals. Just these little things, you know, you can talk about them in, in, in hypotheticals if you yeah. want, and we are, but I'm just wondering, you know, when we look, we'll have to look back at it again, you know, but when you look back at it again, just thought it was a cheap enough goal, albeit Brentford deserved to be one nil up for about three other chances that they had prior to that goal because yeah. it was certainly coming, and they did. And look, they for, for me, for me, the goal is all on Ashley Young. He, he, he should have had the awareness to know that he was coming in behind him. You're, you're defending that back post. You've got to go and attack the ball. And in my opinion, as as someone who played full back, your immediate reaction is if you've got to come and attack that ball, you play it back where it came from, or at least diagonally out, out towards the halfway line. That that's how it should have been dealt with. I don't know what he was trying to do, but he completely mishit it and there and or, or didn't get to it. And, and there was yeah, a yeah. simple enough finish at the back post. And that's fine. He wasn't the only one that made mistakes today. Then Donker nearly let them in early on. Yeah. There was a few. There was a few really, really serious errors in the first half. Um, uh, we gave the ball away. I thought very deep. We'd only barely got over the halfway line, and we kept giving mm. the ball away. And and let's face it, that that's a lot down to Brentford's tactics. I thought they had us by the mm. short and curlies for for long periods of the game. I I couldn't see how we were going to get a goal. Um, big shout out to Luca Dean. I thought he did very well when he came on. Obviously, he had a part to play in the goal as well. Um. Big shout out to Amy Buendia. I thought he was our one shining light in, in that first half. I thought he did really, really well. He got involved in everything. He dropped a little bit deeper than usual, pick up the ball. Um, it, was, it was almost like he was counteracting that that line that uh, was sitting in front of the back four. Look, it's, it's, we, we could talk about it all day, but the most important thing is that we've got a point on the board. That is a point that over the last three years we wouldn't have picked up under previous managers. We would have we would have just capitulated altogether, but we didn't. We absolutely did the best we possibly could. Um, uh, shout out to the wonderful referee that we were blessed with today that com- comes back off a, a standing down to 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 referee Aston Villa, and and you know what? I've I've no I've no problem with a referee making a mistake. But to stand there with blood streaming out of Luca Dean's head and to be shaking your head going, no, 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 no. Get over yourself, man. Just put up your hand and go, okay, 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 right. And VAR we're not, in we're not perfect. Get fucking on with it. No point in VAR checking it. It wasn't a red card. It was a high foot. It was unfortunate it drew blood. But he should have seen the high foot. Should have been a free kick to us. It was a poor, poor error for him and a poor, poor error for his linesman who should have spotted it as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, um, and, and look, that's that's really like the the referee. The referee didn't like the referee didn't win or lose the game. For, didn't win the game for Brentford. No, he, he didn't. Game for us. I, I thought I thought he was, I thought he was like like the yellow card Ashley Young got. Come here, if you if you give if you give a yellow card for somebody trying putting their hands on a, on on a fellow maybe once or twice during the during the phase of play, he gets a yellow card for it. Uh, and what I mean by that is like just trying to drag him back and not even massive drags pulling at the jersey. And then when a fella's got bloodstream and all of his head, you don't give a yellow card. 
no. you know, it's not like he ducked his head. Look, it's it it just it is the way it is. But he's just it's just it's it's just symptomatic, Paddy. You know, we come on after these games ninety percent of the time, and we can talk about these referees just not getting it right and not being flustered and not being able to meet the moment yeah. of, the, of these games. He's just another one, you know. He's just another one in in, in a That's catalog. And, 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 and my point is, and, and, the last and, referee, the last referee that was uh, that was stood down earlier in the season, what was his first game back? Fucking Aston course. Villa. Of yeah, course it yeah. was. Of course it was. They need to go and fuck off of themselves as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and the only the only way that can happen is by us pushing ourselves in, into those top six places and becoming one of the big six that we can stand up and go, here, hang on a minute. Why, why are we getting these decisions? Why are we getting these shit referees coming out to, to referee our games? Why have we not, not got the perceived better referees refereeing our games when when yeah. they've when someone has been stood down the week before they rolled them out to us? Not good enough. Not yeah. good enough. And, and to be stood down for one game... When you you could you could potentially have cost somebody millions with an obvious mistake by a couple of places in the league, he shouldn't he shouldn't have been out there today. He should he should have been he should have had to start again down in the championship or something because it's it's just not good enough. But anyway, enough about the referee. We've enough we've enough of our own problems without worrying about the referee. Yeah, CC says. We aren't getting the worst of them. Remember Brighton's experience? Wasn't it the Brighton game that he got stood down? Because it was, yeah, it was him. He was the worst <laughs> in the Brighton game. So, um, yeah, so that's that's why we're, I suppose, we're making comment on him specifically on this one. But look, as I say, he didn't win the game for them. He didn't lose the game, or he didn't. Uh, he wasn't going to be the, the reason that we lost the game, and he certainly wasn't the reason that the game was a draw. It was a poor game in a lot of instances. Brentford got their tactics absolutely spot on. Uh, look, we said before and as well. And we were managing our expectations more so than anything else. It wasn't like we were trying to be dour. We were like going, listen, look, we aren't the full... Uh, <laughs> reminded me of, <laughs> of Gary Bertels. Um, but we were kind of saying that there was going to be a flatter performance at some stage between now and the end of the season. I'm kind of happy we got it out of the way now, Petty, so that we get Unai Emery. Because if you saw Unai Emery on the touchline when the, when the camera panned, for the last 10 minutes, he was rabid. Like if I'd say if, if the camera had hit him full in the face, he would have been frothing at the mouth. So like happiness wasn't exactly his emotion during that whole game. And I think that that's okay because, you know, and look, once again, Petty, I always say we're not going back legislating previous managers. But previous managers might have been stood, sat in the dugout with their arms folded. You know, that was a yeah. game whereby you could you could level that Unai Emery just like by getting players forward. Like he was consistently shouting at players to get forward. And we get a goal in the 87th minute. And we do to teams what teams have done to us for the last 10 years. And if if we get Europe by a point, that's the point that got us to Europe. So that's why I'm that's why I'm really, really positive about, about the end result. And that's and even if we had lost today, I would have like uh, it, there's so much to be positive about, and and, and we've got a we're, we're a lot of people might say, you know, we need a bit of rest here, and you know, the next game is coming hot in the heels of that. Great. Get the next game in there because we can't perform as bad as we did in parts of the game today. So get the next game in there. Get a flea in the rear. Going back on the bus, back to Brentford. Bring Fulham um, up to up to Villa Park and get to Villa Park. Anybody who can get there and roar the team onto victory because this isn't over by a long shot. I think I think the team that are probably the happiest about what happened today was probably Brighton. You know, based on the fact that Brighton have two games and three games in the hand of us now. Um, but. Uh, it was, you know, Liverpool obviously winning wasn't ideal for us, but uh, Brighton and Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken, have to play each other yet. And uh, I think Brighton have to play Newcastle United as well yet. Um, so, you know, there are no gimmies, but then again, they could turn on it and, and, and get the points there. So while it isn't in our hands anymore, we still have a puncher's chance at getting Europe. 
And um, it's as simple as this, you know, if we keep, you know, if we snatch draws from the jaws of defeat and if we snatch victories from the, from the jaws of draws, then, um, you know, we'll, we'll give ourselves every single chance that we can. And Unai Emery can get this team to do that. And we saw it today playing subpar. And you know what? Maybe we might have gone on to, to it. Like if we'd nicked that 2-1, like who knows what kind of a podcast we'd be having here, Paddy? And well, 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 look, it would have been it would have been daylight robbery for us to oh, go home in that game, and, and and it could have very easily happened. Dougie Louise had a, a great shot at the end, and um, Jacob Ramsey's toe poke that went over the bar, um, which for some reason Gary Birtles thought that was the greatest chance ever ever missed, <laughs> not the one that went around Robin Olsen and into the side netting. No, yeah. um, it's just look. We 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 got to draw a line under this one and move because yeah. we've got such a big week now. I cannot stress how big it is to get three points. I I I think we've got to go and lay down a marker on Tuesday, play really really well, and have the teams around us worrying because as you say, Liverpool are up our arse, Brighton have games in hand, and and look, we're 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 hoping more than expecting uh, European football next year. It would be lovely, but unfortunately, that's put a dent in it today. Well, yeah, and like keep the dream alive as long as we possibly can, and the only way we can do that is getting points. You know, we can, we can't legislate for what other teams do, but we can only legislate what we can do. And on the eighty fourth minute today, we looked like we were going to lose that game. And the ninety fourth minute, we were drawing that game. And in the ninety sixth minute, uh, Ollie Watkins has a header, albeit a very difficult header that he puts over the bar. There was no way he could have scored it. I think probably should have left it to the man behind him, and we could have been coming away with two one win there. So. Massive positives still to come from that game. It, look, as I say, we haven't had too many bad performances under Unai Emery. Let's get the bad one out of the way early and let's rock on for the next six, seven games and uh, let's uh, for the next six games. And let's have a good crack at Europe. And if we get there, we get there. If we don't, well, then we've given it our best shot considering where we were at the start of the season, I think, for sure. Um, anything else, Paddy, before we... God, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there was. I think I, I, I yeah. look. Um, I suppose look. There's, yeah. a, there's going to be a lot of disappointment today, and it's it's okay to be disappointed with the performance. I think we just got we got to we got to keep a handle on ourselves and just be happy that we've we've actually got something out of this, despite the fact that we were we were bang average today. That we've we've got a point out of it from from the jaws of defeat. So um, I think I think we got to just stay positive going into Tuesday and and not get too down on this one. Easy yeah. for me to say. Yeah. And what we're going to, well, it's not going to be a massive long one here. I think I'm, I think I'm doing another podcast later on tonight as well. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but uh, I think I'm doing one with Claret, with Claret Blue with Dan Ronaldson. Um, but just to leave us, uh, leave you guys on, and I suppose really the recaps from tonight, from today, we're still unbeaten, unbeaten in nine. A lot of you guys have been saying that there. Absolutely brilliant. We, we came back and snatched the draw from the jaws of defeat. Really, really positive thing. And lastly, we're history makers. In 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 a dour draw, we came back in the eighty seventh minute or whenever it was. We made history by scoring nineteen consecutive in nineteen consecutive games. That's incredible. That those those three things. Well, two of those three are definitely incredible. Going ten unbeaten in the Premier League is an unbelievable. Or nine unbeaten we are at the moment. To go ten would be an unbe- unbelievable feat. To go 11, 12, 13, 14, you name it. Beat the John Gregory record of 14 unbeaten in the Premier League. And we put ourselves right in with a chance to get to Europe. Um, it's lofty ambitions. But let's, like, as, as, as Una Emery said, if you stay humble, then you're, and, and if you move your goalposts, if you move your goals the whole time, then why can't you achieve them, you know, with time, mm. and, with time and patience? So, look, 
Really appreciate everybody. Speaking of time and patience, I appreciate all your patience for waiting for me today and, and for getting the stream up. But um, as I say, uh, thank you so much to everybody. Please give it a thumbs up if you do like it. Please uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed already as well. Uh, we'll be coming hot in the heels of um, uh, of this podcast, probably back again tomorrow with a preview um, of, uh, of the Fulham game. So uh, set your alarms for that one, probably about half past nine tomorrow evening. I'm making plans here without, af- without asking Paddy. Um, <laughs> probably about half nine with a preview tomorrow. And uh, we might look a small bit more back at the game after we've had time to digest this as well. But thanks so much, everybody, for joining us today. Nearly four, 500 people here, uh, 400 people nearly watching it live again. I really appreciate that. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a subscription if you if if you can. Oh, and lastly, uh, before anybody leaves, before anybody leaves, I will be sharing up on um, social media. I said it beforehand in case anybody's interested in going to the US. Uh, as I say, just want to help anybody maybe plan their trip, maybe take the hassle of planning it out of you for out of it for you. Sports travel tours. Um, I'll pop that up on social media tomorrow, later on this evening as well, so people can take a greater look at it as well. So one all draw, Aston Villa remain unbeaten. We remain in sixth place. And um, uh, as yeah, we remain in sixth place, and, and who knows where, whether we will get to Europe or not. But we're having fun uh, throughout, uh, throughout the course of seeing what happens. So thanks very much, Paddy, for um, for uh, holding the fort while I was trying to get on here. And thanks so much, everybody, for uh, joining us today. Stay safe, stay healthy, and in the meantime, all that's left to say is up the villa, up the villa. Podcast Network.